You are listening to Western Iowa's information leader, KCIM. I'm Nathan Cones here with your midday news for Friday, February 9th, 2024. Community and business leaders gathered Thursday evening for the Carroll Chamber of Commerce's 60th celebration of all things Carroll. Of course, talking about the annual Chamber Banquet. The evening featured Tim Fitzpatrick as the night's MC and included updates from Chamber and Carroll County Growth Partnership Executive Director Kimberly Tiefenthaler, outgoing Chamber President Dr. Nathan Luth, and incoming Chamber President Steve Hans Allen on the remarkable year Carroll had in 2023 and what's to come in 2024 from the Iowa High School Athletic Association State Baseball Tournament and Carroll serving as a host community last year on RAGBRAI's 50th anniversary trek across the state to the downtown assessment from the Iowa Economic Development Authority and the upcoming launch of Hub 712, uh, all of those things and more. Uh, Just a big year for the Chamber and CCGP last year. The annual awards were presented in the latter half of the festivities with the 2023 Citizen of the Year going to Dave Bruner, and we'll be hearing from him in just a moment. The Good Neighbor Award to uh, Cindy and Scott Hyder of the Charles Hyder Family Foundation. The Humanitarian Award to Katie Cruz. Public Service Awards to Larry Devine and Vicki Gatch. Uh, Heritage Business to Community Oil, as well as Todd and Chico Canning, and then New Business to Tom and Cindy Bordenero of Bordenero's Meat Market. Carol Broadcast will have more from these winners and upcoming newscasts over the next several days. Carol City's attorney and a pillar of the community, Dave Bruder, was named during last night's Carol Chamber of Commerce annual banquet as the 2023 Citizen of the Year. Uh, the evening's MC, Tim Fitzpatrick, outlines the criteria they used to select winners of the Chamber's highest honor. The first award was presented in 1964. It is awarded annually to an individual who has clearly demonstrated continued outstanding service for the benefit of Carol. Though there are countless people that work very hard for our community, this award, in a special way, highlights and thanks one outstanding member of our community. Last year's Citizen of the Year, Matt Gretemann, introduced the 2023 award recipient. Again, uh, according to Gretemann, he embo- Bruner embodies the spirit, drive, and philanthropy that has defined Carroll for decades. This individual is a civil servant. He's worked for our community for the betterment of our community. He's also been part of major fundraisers. I had the opportunity to work with him with Kemper raising pretty close to $11 million in this last fundraiser. Number two, um, he's been involved with schools, foundations. He's been involved with RSVP. His list is, is long. Mallard View, United Way president, Animal Rescue, basketball coach, Hasn't been a tennis coach yet. Still working on that, okay? <laughs> Iowa High School Athletic Association, the committee that's here for the baseball tournament. Everything he does, he does with his heart. He doesn't say no. Everything is yes. It's easy to work with him. You know I'm talking about Mr. Dave Bruner. So let's give, let's give Dave a round of applause. Bruner says he was honored to be recognized in a room full of people who have done so much for Carroll. In his acceptance speech, he told the gathered city and business leaders that the community brings the best out of its residents. As I look back, Carroll is different. As we all know, it's unique, and we want it to be that way. I think that's why we work so hard to keep it going. We've been lucky to have leaders that we have built upon and improved this community. 
When I look back and, and see what's going on in society, I see a lot of what's in it for me. And if there's nothing in it for me, I'm not interested. That's not what Carol's all about. I think we have a culture of community, which is a culture that believes that we're all in this together and we're gonna do the best we can and make this place the best place it can be and make it the best town of 10,000 people in the state of Iowa. I do think back, uh, John F. Kennedy, his famous quote was, you know, don't ask what your city can do for you, ask what you can do for your city. And I think, I think that's what everybody in this room does. We're looking for things that can make us better and advance us. So with great pride, uh, thank you for this award. Bruner joined KCIM earlier this morning, and a link to that interview is included with this story on our website. Other award recipients, again, from the Chamber of Commerce annual banquet included Cindy and Tom Bordnero from Bordnero's Meat Market. Again, they had new business of the year. Todd and Roger Chico Canny for Community Oil with Heritage Business. Larry Devine from the Carroll Times Herald for Public Service. Vicki Gatch from the Carroll Historical Preservation Commission for Public Service. Uh, Kitty Cruz won the Humanitarian of the Year. And then Scott and Cindy Hyder from the Hyder Family Foundation received the Good Neighbor Award. Carol Broadcasting will have more from them again in upcoming newscasts. And the Carroll County Board of Supervisors will continue with fiscal year 2025 budget preparations during the upcoming meeting on Monday. The supervisors convene at 9 a.m. in the Conservation Education Center at Swan Lake State Park and open with their report from County Engineer Zach Anderson regarding utility permits submitted to the Secondary Roads Department. The board will then review proposed departmental budgets for FY25, including the Carroll County Attorney's Office, County Recorder's Office, IT Department, County Sheriff's Office, County Treasurer's Office, County Auditor's Office, and Carroll County Ambulance Department. The only other items of of business on the Monday, February 12th agenda are a quarterly report from IT Director Dalton Morrison, as well as committee reports. The meeting is open to the public, and a link to the agenda is included with this story on our website. And we are going to step away. We'll be right back. More news on the way after this on KCIM. Get ready for the big game on Sunday with some great deals from your Carol High V. Bone in pork shoulder rolls, just $1.68 a pound. Nabisco snack crackers or Ritz toasted crisps, only $1.99. And six packs of Pepsi products, just $2.99 when you buy four. These deals and more this weekend only at your Carol High V. There's never been a better time to pursue a degree in agriculture, and now is the time to apply for scholarships from New Cooperative. We are offering 10 $2,000 scholarships to full-time two-year and four-year students pursuing ag degrees. New is also proud to offer the Bob Wallentine Memorial Scholarship, awarding one $4,000 scholarship to an undergraduate student pursuing an ag business degree. Deadline to apply is March 15th. Go to newcoop.com scholarships to apply today. Welcome back to KCIM's Midday News. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. Carroll County, Iowa State Extension and Outreach is holding a Stay Independent, a healthy aging series program for community members aged 60 years and older coming up at the Manning Public Library next week. That's Monday, February 12th. Renee Swears will serve as the instructor giving suggestions and tips for healthy habits to support healthy aging brains. The class will explore the MIND diet, which stands for Mediterranean-Intervention for Neurodegenerative Delay, a diet specifically planned to improve cognitive function. The program will offer a food list with recipes for those interested in engaging in that MIND diet. Other topics will include the importance of social connections and how to exercise the mind and body in a healthy and safe way. 
The Brain Health class is free, but registration is required. To register, contact Linda Mulbauer by calling 712-655-2260 or email library at manningia.com. Again, stay independent. A health aging series will present their Brain Health class on Monday at the Manning Public Library from 2.30 to 3.30 p.m. And during a workshop meeting last Monday, the Carroll Community School District approved a staffing plan for the school year of 2024 and 2025. The district will be shifting teachers around to meet the demands for class sizes, but they'll also be adding an additional teacher and administrator to their staffing list. Superintendent Dr. Casey Burlaw says he advocates for both positions, even with a tight budget and the uncertainty of the teacher salary increases proposed by Governor Kim Reynolds. EL, you can see I went from one to two. Our EL numbers, it's not on a sharp incline up, but it is on an incline up. Each year we add the students. Daniel's load is getting fuller. I see that trend continuing. Director of Special Education, we have that with a principal position this year. Instead of making that full-time, calling it a Director of Student Services, so it would be more than just special education. It would also be at risk. ELL, 504s, TAG, kind of those special populations. This person would be full-time in charge of all those things. Burlaw suggested adding the responsibilities of the Director of Teaching and Learning as a part-time position for the Adams Principal. Currently, the CCS, uh, the district has Adams Principal Amy Collison serving as part-time for the Director of Special Education. Collison agrees that the Director of Student Services, which will spearhead the Special Education Department, needs to be a full-time job to serve the needs of students better, and the Director of Teaching and Learning can fit well with the principal position. Absolutely. It would be possible. I would say that the Director of Student Services as a full-time position is more necessary for our district as you look at what's coming out of the State House, you look at student needs and really working toward those student populations that need that full-time person that can put that hat on all day long and really fight for those kids. The Director of Teaching and Learning is something that would work well within that half-time principal position. And it is. It's absolutely doable. Board members discussed the declining enrollment seen by the district and the tight budget they expect for the next school year. Board member Dwayne Horsley says despite those factors, there's still a great need for the director of student services job. Your enrollment for this position hasn't declined. No. Right. It's, it's, it's increased. Yeah. So that's how I see the need on this. Like, yes, the overall enrollment's gone down, but the enrollment for kids that are needing that service has increased. And that's, that to yeah. me facilitates the need and the need to address that. With adding the additional teachers and administrators to the district, now approved, the district will post to uh, begin to advertise the positions and hopefully to have a new candidate hired by fi- by the time they finalize uh, the FY25 budget. And that is going to be wrapping up your look at the midday news for Friday, February 9th, 2024, here on KCIM. I'm Nathan Cohen's reporting, wishing you a great weekend.